How do I download this? Timber. Of his <laughs> Laugh at it. Later. You use the internet. Oh. And, and I will show you. Are we on the TV right now? <laughs> <laughs> Today is October 13th, and you are listening to the Non Sequitur Podcast. I am joined by four other people. I believe this is the first time we've ever had five people on the podcast. Yep. I'm not exactly sure about that. So on my right. Oh, I'm Kelly. Hello. And I'm Noah, back. From, oh. from the grave. From basically. the grave, right. Been a while. And I have a girlfriend. She's here too. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that wasn't very cool. <laughs> I'm Carolyn. And I'm Luke's fiance, Melissa. Yay! Whoa! So there's the big news. Melissa and I are now engaged since Saturday. Since Saturday. Um, we'll get to that story a little bit later, but we're all really happy and everybody seems to be happy for us. So that's the most important part, right? Yay! Like, you're the closest person to be a jerk about it, actually. Really? Everybody else that we told were like, yeah, congratulations. You were like, why did you say yes, Melissa? Oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait. When you first told me, I was very happy for you. And That's I... true. It was the second thing he said. <laughs> and then tonight he said, I'm sorry. Yeah, I felt really bad after you called me. I was going to, because you told me, oh, yeah, I'm just sitting here with my fiance. And I was like, what? And I should have said something like, does Luke know about it? <laughs> but I didn't. I thought of that later, and then I felt dumb. It's all right. It's all right. So, so you tried to be mean, but you couldn't. I, I failed at it pretty bad. Wow, that sucks. Yeah. 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 So sorry for not doing this very often. We've had kind of a wild summer. People have been here and there. It's been over a month, I think. Um, so some of the things we're going to talk about might be a little bit ancient history at this point. Um, eventually, we're going to talk about PAX and District 9. Did you guys see it? Oh gosh, yes. Yeah, I dragged Kaylin. I laughed the whole time. Yeah, I dragged Kaylin over to see it. It was good. It was gorgeous. And she like hid her face half the time. So it was a very good movie. You and me both with the hiding face. It was all the goosey stuff. The what? Gooses? The goosey stuff. The black ooze. Okay, but we're talking about that later. Okay, so and other and other movies that we may have seen. We'll get to the engagement story and and all that later. So anyway, what's new in your life, Noah? I haven't talked to you in forever, apart from the girlfriend. I have a girlfriend. That's about all that's new. I'm still crazy busy. I am taking a break from fighting for a little while because I injured my knee, kind of. What so, happened to your eye? Did that get fixed on it, its own? Yeah, yeah. There was nothing wrong with it. Uh, I still see flash <coughs> light every once in a while. I, I, there was some concern about... Uh, Brain damage? No. Your retina? I had You've that known before about I started that. fighting. <laughs> so it's nothing retina? to do. My retina, yes. being torn from your Yes, retina. they thought my I had to tear my retina, but... It, uh, they think that the gel is just separating from the retina, so that's why I'm seeing the flashes of light, and it may take some time for them to separate. But So do you feel guilty about that? Because you are half responsible. How is she half responsible? Because she punched you in the eye like three times earlier this year. No, it was like 50 times. She's punched me in the eye way more than three. But, so, but do you feel responsible? Re- no, because this <laughs> happened during a fight when he got choked out. Yeah. I'm just saying, that doesn't seem like a good way to separate a retina. I think getting punched in the eye seems like a much more likely cause. Okay, but compare my punches to the guys that practice punches. Guys don't punch in the eye normally. Actually, the night, yeah, the night that I saw most, the the night that I noticed the color, I got blasted in the head by some of the pro fighters pretty hard. But I did feel responsible when you talked me out of it. (laughs) 
I was like, it's my fault, it's my fault. You've got such yeah. tiny little fists, you know, they know like they fit, fit perfectly perfect. right in the hole. So. <laughs> and I have huge eye sockets. Yes. So you're taking a break until when? I don't know. I w- took like a week off and tried to heal, like get my knee back, and then I went back <laughs> practice and made it worse, so. I'm so gonna... a good while, <laughs> six weeks probably? Uh, Maybe, we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Kelly, what about you? You're in school now. Mm, you school. liking it? I am. It's hard as hell. And this next Thursday is going to suck a lot. I've got two tests and this big presentation to do, so... I really shouldn't be here right now, but I don't care. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Yeah. What a rebel. I know. Did you go to college, Carolyn? I went to SPS like you did. Do you get your AA or whatever? Yeah, I have my paralegal degree. Cool. I'm about a year away from my bachelor's, but I, I'm not in school right now. I am I'm going there. back, I promise. No, it doesn't seem likely, but she's actually pretty smart. I don't know why she's dating you then. I know. <laughs> See, that part of her's not that smart, so let's kind of keep that on the down low. I won't mention it to her then. You got my word. All right, what about you, Melissa? Anything new? Um, nope. Still same job, no news on full-term contracts, so... That's coming up, though, right? Hopefully. I mean, the, the job has been posted for anyone who wants to steal it or something. I don't know. There's some process they have to go through before they can officially hire me i know we're like a month and a half into the school year but we'll get there eventually good good um i'm back in college now too there's kind of a funny story with that i uh, i showed up to the first day of classes nine days early uh which was kind of embarrassing because it meant i had to ride the bus all the way to seattle to find that out um so i'm sitting there in class and nobody else is there and i'm looking at my watch thinking that something doesn't feel right like Shouldn't the teacher be here? Yes, at least? basically, yeah. And so I eventually go check the internet and find out that I showed up nine days ahead of schedule. So. You are an overachiever. Yes. You should get an extra credit for that. I told myself yes. that. I was like, I Did you dead. tell the teacher that, though? No, because I'd probably get in trouble. Then Why? Like, like, you're too stupid to be in my class. I'm dropping you. <laughs> Kick me straight out. <laughs> I would do that if I was a professor. Would you? Yeah. Oh, no, I don't want you teaching my children. Yes, yeah. <laughs> for a number of reasons, but that yeah. is entirely different. Add up, little Michael. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. How do we get it back on schedule for that? I don't um, know. <laughs> we usually poke the mic. Don't. Kelly. What? Last time you slammed your phone into the mic stand. Yeah. Scott wanted me to punch you, so I did. I'm probably going to have to punch you again now. <laughs> I'm okay with this. Those of you whose ears are bleeding, please seek medical help. Yes. Otherwise, just don't sue us. That's all I really ask. Scott's or listening. sue Kelly. Yeah, Scott, Scott. And, and Jackie and Carly sometimes. And What's up, Jackie? And Carly? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently we've gone to giving shout-outs on the podcast. Heck yeah. People need to start writing in, though. I mean, most of the people that write in are from supercars, and that's pathetic. So We need more of our real friends. Hint, hint. So... Anyway, uh, you're going to get a bunch of hate mail from Supercar now. Probably. We usually yeah, get that anyway, so I don't want. think that's really going to change anything. <laughs> we got some juicy stuff today? Not really. We've got responses to the Prius question from last time. Ah, um, what was the Prius question? I almost How followed. many Priuses do you see where you live? I almost followed uh, one to this ha- their house this morning and beat the piss out of them. Really? Can you save that for a little bit? Yeah, Okay. I'll save it for later. We'll save, we'll save the, the Prius hatred till later. I hope Emily listens to this. Um... <laughs> So anyway, for our, our first little thing, we want to talk about some movies that we've watched in the near past. Um, 
I think it can be used that way. I, I think so too, but that's weird sounding. Yes, it sounds is. fine to me. You go, girl. So, if you remember last time we were going to talk about District 9, but Kelly totally screwed us over. So, he has now rectified his little mistake. And I think Which was what? To Not having it? seen the movie in uh, time. Erection. <laughs> Sometimes. The best part was after you saw it, you were like, this is so great, I should have watched it earlier. And I was like, yeah, idiot. Like when I told Whatever. You I was so, busy or something. So everybody but Noah has seen District 9. Yes. Yes. How would you feel about us spoiling stuff for you? If I'm the only cool one here, so be it. Okay. We're going to have that attitude. We'll run everything. <laughs> um, so for you out there that haven't seen it, maybe you know, skip ahead a minute or two, maybe three or four minutes, I don't know. Do you know what I thought was really interesting about that movie? Sure. So I didn't, wasn't like the biggest fan of District 9 because it wasn't my kind of thing. But it was such it was a documentary, it's in documentary form, and then it's just not and but you don't when you're watching it, you don't really realize that until later. Like I was you know, there's the camera guy and they're talking to the camera guy and then later on it's just this whole action movie. That confused me later and I'm thinking like when did I lose that? When did it stop being a documentary? It's a terrible comparison because the movies are so different, but I have that all the time in Titanic. Because it's all a flashback story, right, from Rose's perspective. Yeah. And then it'll, like, flash to Bill Paxton, and you're like, what the heck is going on? Like, this is 1913 or whatever, and then you're like, oh, wait. No, I just think they did a good job with the tradition, the, the transition of it. Because I didn't even realize that was happening. <laughs> and plus they transitioned back at the end to, to the, the documentary, documentary. so yeah. you don't realize the top of the movie's over that there was that whole action, action film chunk in the middle. It was really good. I mean, I, you know, it's it was produced by Peter Jackson. It was directed by Neil Blomkamp. Or whatever you, however you pronounce that guy's name. That guy's definitely sending you hate mail. That guy is awesome because he's actually from South Africa, and so he has a really interesting perspective on everything that went down. Because apparently the movie was actually based off of a, a ghetto yeah. in South Dis- Africa, back way, in District Six. Way to come back was, and kick, kiss that guy's ass. Yeah, he's no, still, dis- okay. No so in South mail. Africa, which is where the movie takes place, uh, there was a place called District Six, which was filled with uh, black people who were. This is like pre-apartheid kind of Wait, during apartheid. Whoa, during in apartheid. South Africa. In South Africa, get out of town. Yeah, there are black people yes. living in Africa, but it was only black people because it was it was a what? huge ghetto in South Africa, and they were there was only black people there. Get out of here. You know what? <laughs> do you know anything about South Africa? Do we need to do a I know there's a lot of, <clears throat> like, English, like, persuasion there, but I'm pretty sure it's still mostly black. Can you do it in 10 seconds? I can do it in 10 seconds. So right after World War II, the government of South Africa set up a policy called apartheid where the majority population, who are Native Africans, so they would be black, um, basically got screwed, um, you know, the worst jobs, the worst places to live, all that stuff. But officially, like, government-sanctioned racist segregation stuff, and the uh, white minority received the the perks of life in South Africa. So as of this day, who populates the area more, white or black? Well, the majority of the population is still Native Africans, The but there is a significantly larger... Population yeah, the, of the European 60s. descent. Yeah, yeah. I know there's a big population. When did apartheid oh, end? 1994. Yeah. But everybody got their dependence in like 61, right? Like a lot no, of, a lot South of African... Africa, South Africa got its independence in 1910. Okay. Yeah, don't mess with a teacher, fool. I, well, and I did my senior thesis in college on South Africa. There we go. So anyway, District 6 was a ghetto where the black people were kept, basically, yeah. uh, under lock and key, millions of them. And one day, the South African government decided to just roll in and say, all right, we're kicking you all out, and they bulldozed the place, like, within a Did few days. Did they still move them to that other place? 
I'm not sure exactly what happened. They just showed up bulldozers <clears throat> and started. Driving. They told them. I mean, they told them a day or two ahead of time, but they pretty much just rolled through in and the movie they were kicked, aliens. booted them out. So. Yeah, the movie has aliens in it. They were really weird aliens. Yeah, they were called what? Uh, prawns. prawns. Prawns, and they made me hungry for prawns. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They were eating cat food, which was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. To me. Um, but my favorite part about this movie was the main character. He was really complex. You know, and he he was kind of racist towards the prawns. Um, at first. At first. I mean, he he still kind of was later on because, I mean, he, he was using uh, one of the main prawn characters to, you know, get what he needed, which was up onto this huge ship where he could stop transforming into an alien monster. Wait a minute. Um, he didn't like those illegal aliens? So I don't like them either. I think yeah. we have a lot in common. Just wait till <clears throat> you have one that, like, wait till your arm... You get bit by one or whatever, or you get wiped. <laughs> yeah. Just wait until you transform into one, and then you'll start to like. Pretty them. sure I'm not going to transform into mm-hmm. an illegal he alien. He didn't think he was either. But yeah. <laughs> That's the last of the story. You never but, yeah. know when you might turn into an alien. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and but he was he was really yeah, really complex, and I, I I really loved his character. He was perfectly written. I think it was really well done. I'm I'm really impressed with the fact that they managed to make an amazing film on such a small budget. Small budget, so there's no big names or medium names. No, I don't no. think there was a single well-known person no. in the entire film. Oh. Um, Definitely not. The whole thing that. was made for thirty million dollars, which is chump change. I mean, that's, that's like Napoleon Dynamite. Considering all Pro- I mean, the, seriously, like, but I mean, considering the special effects budget is, you know, probably more than half of the film budget yeah. because they had to animate all of the alien characters. They weren't guys in suits. The yeah. aliens were A movie like Iron Man or something like that might be like 150 to 180 million. I mean, it's... Some of the cars he had in there were like that. Yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, stuff like that contributes to the price. But this was a really low-budget film. And that one they smashed. Oh, what was that? Kelly, let's get back to the it story, please. No, Talk I'm sorry, Iron Man? <laughs> I'm so confused. But anyway, yeah, the movie right. was really cool. It had a number of different, like, areas of social commentary. Everything from abortion to, um, you know, segregation, obviously, was the one. Um, exploitation. They had some interesting thing with uh, um, the Nigerians having their own little like population within the ghetto and kind of running thing. I mean, it was a really, really interesting film. And to go back and just talk, I think this is a movie you need to go see with somebody else so that you can talk about it afterwards because you're you're compelled to have a conversation. So someone who isn't Carolyn and isn't actually going to watch it with I you because she's horrified of the goo. How often do you get your eyes closed? No, I just laugh when I'm nervous, so I laugh the whole time. <laughs> so it was pretty funny. The people kept next to us kept looking at us because she was laughing at all the really gory parts. Who was looking at you? <laughs> <laughs> so I have this weird thing. Sorry, Kelly. Whenever I start to like a director or a video game company or whatever, um, I always assume that their next project is going to be just as good as their last project, and so I just won't watch any media for it. I'll avoid all trailers or any kind of like spoilers. And so I didn't watch any trailers for District 9 before I went to go see it. None. Just because I love Peter Jackson. And so I was totally caught off guard by the level of gore. I've heard that the trailers didn't really show that much. No, they didn't. So everybody was kind of caught off guard. But Melissa, in particular, seemed to be really surprised at sections. There was one moment in the film where something incredibly gory happens. And I look over at her, and she's just got this, like, stare of, like, shock and, like, displeasure... And I, like, grab her leg to try to, like, you know, be like, hey, I'm there for you. And she doesn't even, like, blink or move or smile. I mean, she was, like, lost in the gore of this film. I um, concur. <laughs> what, which part was it? 
It was either the weapons it test. Was the, it was the weapons test. Yeah. Oh. The very end. Which of I don't want to ruin. Test. I don't okay. want to ruin that yeah, one because that yeah. was messy. Yeah. Um, All right. But yeah, the, I look at her and, and it, she is just like. It wasn't the gore that that did it. I it mean, was probably I don't just the ruin it. But right. The yeah. shock. Of, it was kind of disturbing that scene. Yeah. 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 So. But yeah, this was, it was pretty good. You missed out. I'm sorry. Shucks. We'll rent it. How about that? If you watch it. All right. I'll think about it. Yeah. Yeah. All Anyways. Right. So, um, did anybody else see nine? Peter Jackson. No. All right. We'll skip that one then, maybe. I Peter, don't know. Peter Jackson? Is that who did it? Who? Lord Thompson. of the Rings. Oh. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Melissa <laughs> and I saw nine. It's that uh, Tim Burton. Oh, that? It's not actually Tim Burton. It's the guy that worked with Tim Burton on, on Nightmare, Nightmare Before, Before Christmas. Christmas. Um, it has a very similar flavor to... One of those movies. It's not stop motion action kind of thing. It's CG. Um, yeah. It's a good movie. It, it it's short. So if you don't want to spend full price movie ticket, you know nine dollars or ten dollars, probably rent it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it needed to be seen in theaters. Um, also, a lot of weird social commentary on humanism and all sorts of other things. I mean, we had a really good discussion on the way back. Yeah. That, about the themes of the movie. So if you like that kind of thing, if you like dissecting. Media, go for it. I heard that you two saw Zombieland. All, All three, three of us. All three of us. Yeah. And my roommates. <clears throat> and yeah. Carolyn was saying that there's a lot of good stuff to talk about in there, but my roommate was really drunk, and I'm not that smart, so Is all Dan? she had to talk about was. Or, where are you living now? I'm in Hawks Prairie, Justin and Jen. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. It's just funny. Yeah, it was a very yeah. funny movie, but there, it was. You were talking about it was interesting <laughs> to see how they like treated like. Uh, like the people, like, yeah, because they turn into zombies and now they're not considered people anymore. They're um. no, I thought. Have you guys seen it? No, no. we won't. We're not zombies. Oh my gosh, I'm not so either. Funny. It was hilarious, but it, so it did funny. have a point in there where because everybody got bitten and turned into zombies, but a select few people, and so all of the worldly possessions really meant nothing because they're just driving around trying to survive and. They were like breaking things in stores for fun, and you just start to realize how your things don't really mean anything when all your loved ones have died. And so that was the one thing I saw. Yeah, there was kind of a, it was a funny scene, but it was also like kind of kind powerful. Of lightning. Yeah, powerful where they go into this this uh, novelty shop and just destroy it for fun to you know just to, breaking all to get some valuable. steam out you know and and. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, it started out as an accident. Like, he accidentally knocks him over, and he's like, oh, yeah? And breaks Like, just breaking TV? I mean, what kind of stuff was it? It's like a shop? gift shop. It's a gift shop. Like yeah, it had a lot yeah. of, like, Native, Native American Yeah, they're in a Native American stuff. gift shop. They're heading somewhere, and so, yeah. And then Woody Harrelson gets buck wild with Tomahawk, and it's <laughs> awesome. So was it good, though? Oh, yeah. Dude. It's a comedy good. It's like gross comedy. It, it's there hilarious. Is, yeah, there were some really gross parts, and the uh, the graphics were pretty good. So mm. if you get grossed out by, you know, stuff. Especially, it's not like, like Saw or Hostel, right? No, no. it's funny, because I can't no. watch Saw. No, but it's But I can hilarious. totally watch Zombieland, yeah. It's, it's just funny. Like, when yeah. he, like the kid kind of narrates throughout the movie, and he's like, He's like telling everyone, like in the audience, how he survived Zombieland. Like he's like, you know, Zombieland's like a theme park. Zombieland no. is the whole world. The whole world. Because you said survived Zombieland. So. Well, 
that that's what he kind of calls zombie land land is because okay. they're all zombies like that's the time of the zombies like that's how he survived he's kind of a loner and a loser and okay. he has rules. a lot of friends yeah. he, he has a lot of rules and you know the first rule is first cardio. rule first rule is cardio you have to be you have to outrun him yeah and the second rule is like double tap like, <laughs> like you, know, you if don't. you shoot him if you shoot him once you don't go over and check to make sure they're dead. You shoot them again. Yeah. Like, Unless you're a human happy meal. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, like, there's a scene where they're, like, they're, like, running over the zombie, or they'll hit a zombie with the car or something, and then he'll run back over and be, like, double tap. And it'll go, like, double tap, like, on the bottom of the screen. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Was there a trailer? Okay, so I'm, I'm breaking off this. Was there a trailer before that movie for Legion? I think so. It's that Legion really looks- horrible-looking movie where, like, God decides that he wants to purge mankind again and he's going to send the angels to do it but then like Michael or Gabriel decides it's a bad idea and like teams up with either humans with like an Uzi yeah this is the part where like Michael is shooting like a bazooka at Gabriel I don't I I don't remember this that sounds trailer it's terrible looking I mean even with my religious opinions put on like some other shelf out of this conversation it looks terrible but I just like the idea that Angels fight with bazookas. <laughs> you know, the, the, I don't know. It's just that. Yeah, that's kind of. If, if, if you guys are, uh, you know, on the internet, obviously you downloaded this. Go to YouTube and watch the Legion trailer because it'll surprise I'll have to check you. Check that out. It looks terrible. Um, He's got some cool tattoos though. Does he? I don't yeah. remember now. They got. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. Like angel tattoos. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Angels get tattoos. Apparently, that, the whole movie doesn't just make before sense. they pick up the bazooka. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting a tattoo and a bazooka now. <laughs> um, it's okay. Any for other the movies that anybody saw recently? We're all probably poor, so we don't watch that many. No. We're nope. gonna see what is it? Couples retreat. Couples retreat. Oh. Dan and Sarah already saw it. Did they like it? But Jen, yeah. and, Jen and Justin, Justin and Jen see it. Yeah, I know. They want to. But... This weekend, I think Melissa and I are gonna go see where the wild things are. That looks I loved that book as a kid. I've actually heard some really good things about that movie. I'm gonna give it a shot. I mean, I. I oh, I you really... try not to listen to stuff like that. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Well, I mean, I watched that. God, I just spoiled the whole movie. Yeah, sorry, man. I don't know what happens to Max because it's not like I haven't read it 30 times before. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes he's eaten are... by the wild things. <gasps> oh, spoilers. Okay, so anyway, enough movie talk. Um, the main issue, topic, whatever you want to call it. It's probably our engagement, right? That's a pretty significant thing. Only if anybody wants to hear the story. Okay. People keep I asking do. us for it. So. Okay, moving on. I'm joking. Send Noah out of the room for this one. Maybe. Uh, no, I'm jo- I'm actually really, really happy for you guys. He's like, wrapped. Thank I you. I joke around a lot, but I'm seriously like really happy. This is really freaking awesome. <laughs> cool. Because you never thought I'd actually do it, or just... You're, you're glad. No, I'm just really happy for you. I think that's really awesome. Let him be are, happy. Yeah, screw you. I'm give him a hard time. <laughs> no screw you in your happiness, man. You can't coast through life giving everybody else a hard time without somebody dishing it back. That's true. This is very true. And the fact that I'm giving you a hard time about your engagement, I'm pretty sure you're very entitled to. Yeah. <laughs> so how much do we want to tell? I mean, everything. It's a long story. We don't want to do everything. You're pretty good at truncating things, so... I was going to let you tell what? your half of the story. Uh, wait, what? And Shortening. <laughs> truncating. He only does four-letter words. I'm well aware of that. <laughs> yeah, we had a whole episode about the word segue. It was segue. Like vocabulary lesson yeah. podcast. It was Luke used to live with me, like, long Did time you, ago. Why no, didn't you Luke's teach him how to spell? I tried him with helping him with math. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it actually you don't, you don't have, like... People have like a math and science portion of their brain, and then they have a you know English reading. 
I don't have that part of his. Mind. Okay, so the <laughs> all he has is the medulla oblongata, which is like the lizard part of his brain. It just like gives random instinctual impulses. Yeah, yeah. to punch things. He, um, <laughs> hey, he has improved a lot though since high school. If you would have known him in high school, you would have been appalled by his writing because it was like illegible. I mean, it was just terrible. So, he's he's come a long way, as scary as that is. Um, <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. I think working at. Uh, the train place. I can't remember. AOE. Called. That was Gay-O-E. that pushed you harder Gay-O-E. than I think most other things. Gay O E. Yeah. Gay O E. All right. So um, Melissa and I started dating last August, so yeah. it's been about fourteen months. Yeah. And we had kind of been talking about the whole marriage thing earlier this year. Yeah. And we were thinking that if we were going to get married, it would be next summer. So I needed to propose sometime this calendar year, so we'd have enough time to get everything ready. You know, typical event. You know, venue, registering, all that stuff. Um, so we kind of looked at rings to figure out what we liked because we had very, very different tastes in what looked good and what didn't. Yeah, Luke suggested things like a, a ring that looked like the Chrysler building. You can Google, <laughs> Google that and give you an idea of the sort of thing that Luke was into. Yeah, I liked angles and geometric things, and Melissa liked organic Flowers. Fancy. Did you have like buckyball ideas? And yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. was kind of like that. I found right. the beauty in the nature of you know crystals and like Fibonacci sequences and stuff. So <laughs> it, it was. Oh really? Yeah. I think it was one we looked at that he was like, "Oh, it's a Fibonacci sequence." I think yeah. Then, so anyway, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> one, one, two, three, five, eight, thirteen, twenty. It's a mathematical principle. I'm it's it's how spirals are governed. Now. If you've ever looked at a conch shell I'm from the side... I'm going to Kelly's camera mic. Okay, so... Loud <laughs> noises, loud noises. No. Anyway, so I ordered her ring back in August, and it's custom made for her hand. It took six weeks to produce. Because she has a very strange hand. Yes. It, it's it malformed. Looks, it's kind of like yes. a claw. And... <laughs> um, my toes. A little bit like your toes, yes. You shouldn't see a doctor about that. <laughs> Wow. So all summer I was just dying to propose, but the stupid ring wasn't ready. And then I finally found out that it was going to be coming in at the end of last week. And I wanted to propose on Saturday just because I wanted to do it outdoors. I I really wanted to do it on Mount Rainier. But I didn't want to make a big production about going up there because I didn't want to tip her off. I didn't want to give her any reason to think that she might have a proposal in the future. So I kept it all a secret and was waiting until the last minute, but her friend ended up inviting her out to lunch, or you guys made plans to go out on Saturday, and it was pissing me off because I had no way to stop her without making it obvious. You know, I couldn't just be like, hey, babe, um, can you cancel on Courtney so we can go hiking without her getting suspicious? So the only option was to get a hold of Courtney and tell her to blow off her friend. So I went through this ordeal to find Courtney. I called any number of people I could find. Eventually had to basically internet stalk Courtney's husband's parents to get the number... (laughs) Yeah, it it, it got out of control really quick. So Saturday morning, I call her friend. I'm like, hey, can you cancel on Melissa? I'm going to propose today. And Courtney was like, oh, yeah. So at this point, I enter the story because Courtney calls me up and says, oh, yeah, I'm really, you know, a lot of stuff going on today. I don't think that lunch is going to work. Can we do it on Sunday? And I'm like, sure, no big deal, whatever. So I call Luke back because he'd been like, yeah, let me know what your plans are so maybe we can hang out in the afternoon. I call him back. I'm like, yeah, Courtney bailed on me, so I don't know what your plans are for today, but I'm a lot freer than I was. And he goes, oh, well, I 
I've been wanting to, I've been wanting to go hiking, but I, I don't know. Are, are, are you interested? I'm like, eh, sure, whatever. Hiking, cool. It's a good way to spend a Saturday, fresh air, a little bit of exercise. And he tells me, I checked the weather report. It's supposed to get sunny this afternoon and be in the upper 40s. They said upper 50s on the internet. So anyway. Okay. Lies. Lies. Yes. Lies. <laughs> so I, I dress and pack for weather in the upper 40s to low 50s with a little bit of sun. Mm. We get up to Mount Rainier. We get to the ranger station. And the, the ranger station says high of 47, mostly cloudy, snow level 5,000 feet. The only part of that statement that was true was the snow, snow level, level of 5,000 feet because it was about 37 degrees and very cloudy when we got up there. There's half an inch of snow on the ground at the bottom of the trail. Oh, no. And we, had, we were ascending like probably another 800,000 feet over the course of I mean, we were above paradise by the time we were done. Yeah. And it was, I, I'm kind of nervous. I've got the ring in my pocket. She doesn't have gloves or a hat. Neither do I. But I'm okay with that because, you know, I'm a guy and I, you're fairly skinny and so we decided that we're just gonna like <laughs> tough it out and make it work and you know it was pretty challenging i mean it was really cool she had four layers on and, oh, and i was still cold i mean just extremities and everything like it was windy and and misty right so it was extra yeah i know extremities fingers, fingers. ears nose, nose gotcha toes in fact <laughs> by the end my entire face was just like a block of cold <laughs> um. i'm sorry <laughs> i love you noah <laughs> So anyway, we, we, you know, we managed to make it up there. We take breaks whenever we're tired or hungry or need a drink of water. It's actually a pretty good hike, except for the cold. I mean, it's, it's the one we went nice back trail. in middle school with Rod Larson. Barely remember. All I remember is you chasing people around with Devil's Club. That was the same. Yeah, yeah. that was it. Yeah, okay. So anyway. <laughs> um, you jerk. Do you remember sleeping? Do you remember deciding the night before that we were not going to use our tents? We were going to sleep outside? Yes. That was a bad idea. Yes, and we slept under a tarp. And it, it was so And we cold. got so much dew. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yep. Okay. So anyway, um, we get to the top, and I, that's where I was planning to propose, because it's a beautiful view, but it is mad windy. I mean, cold and windy, and we're miserable, and it's just not the right time, because she looks like she might die. <laughs> and I don't know when this is going to happen now. I'm starting to get a little nervous. But we, we walk back down, and in my head, I'm trying to like figure out like when and where, when and where, when and where. And at one point she goes, hey, it'd be great if we had a picture of us. Because we didn't take one of us. And we usually do that. Yeah. Know, photograph where we've been and stuff. So um, there's a, a lake at the bottom <clears throat> of the trail where the cars are parked. And I'm like, oh, you can take a picture at the lake. So it'll be a little bit warmer down there. Plus, if we get really cold, we can just jump in the car and get warmed back up. So we go down and Luke spends an inordinate amount of time picking the perfect location to set up his camera. <laughs> Um, because he's, you know, Mr. Detail, and he fiddles with the camera and changes some settings, and we take a couple pictures, and he goes back and fiddles with the camera, and we take a couple pictures, and he goes back and fiddles with the camera, and we start to take one more picture, but the light doesn't go off. And I'm like, this is weird. The light didn't go off, it's broken. And he goes back and he fiddles with the camera, and we go to take one more picture, and the light doesn't go off. And he's like, ah, don't worry about it. And so then he gives me this, like, big, happy speech about, you know, how we worked hard on this hike, and it wasn't easy, but we we got through it together, and how we've been a, a really good team for a long time. We get through things together. We support each other. We encourage each other. 
and how it just reaffirms his belief that that I'm the one he wants to spend the rest of his life with until he gets old. And I think at that point I made some kind of joke about, oh, and so when we're old, you're just going to leave me? They gave it wrong. Because <laughs> I'm listening to this going, oh, that, that's nice. He's saying nice, happy things after this, you know, really cold hike, whatever. And then he keeps talking. Like, he doesn't laugh at my joke or anything. He keeps talking. And that's because like, his stomach is full of all kinds of worse than butterfly type things, like <laughs> giant toads and, and dragons and shit. Yeah, he keeps talking, and I, I start to think to myself, oh my gosh, is he going to propose? Then I'm like, no way, this was a spur of the moment hike. He doesn't have the ring on him. He's not going to do this. What's he thinking? And he drops down on one knee, and he reaches into his pocket, and he pulls out my ring, and he asks me to marry him, and my face looked like... Like someone just stabbed her. <laughs> she was, was so startled and surprised. I had psyched myself out. I was like, oh, don't get too excited about this. If he's not proposing, you know, you don't want to be disappointed if he's just saying nice things. So then we did a propose. It was like, whoa. I did have the presence of mind, but the first word out of my mouth was yes. Which is good, because some women are like, really? <laughs> oh, or, yeah. You know, my, get out of here. Or, my, yes. friend, uh, my friend Jackie, she, uh, different Jackie than you guys know, she spent about 20 minutes crying after uh, James proposed <laughs> like, to her. And, no, he was still down on his knee, and she was wearing like this big warm blanket. It was up in Alaska where he proposed, so it was pretty darn cold out. And he was sitting there like sh- freezing to death as she's crying, and she finally realized, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize. Okay, yes, I'll marry you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, I'll marry you. Well, okay, it was probably, it was probably ro- more romantic. Than I, that, I burst out <clears throat> laughing right after I said yes, because I realized that the reason the light hadn't gone off is that Luke had set up the video to catch. Nice. There is a video out there. We haven't watched it yet. So we don't know if the quality is Would you like me to? We're not sure if we're going to release it to people. If if it does show, it might be at the reception or the reception. Don't release it. I kind of want to like just remember it how it was and not, you know. Because if I look like an idiot or, you know, she's got snot dripping out of her nose, like, (laughs) we'll just keep it hot. Yeah, it's not dripping out of your nose. It's entirely possible I could feel so my nose. Cold. So yeah. <laughs> we've been out in this weather for a good couple hour and hours, half, two hours. Yeah. yeah, like it was, it was cold. Don't show it. I don't think I will. Good, but anyway. but yeah, it was. Quite frankly, I don't want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> but so. it was a, and then on our drive back, I think the best part for me was actually hearing Luke's saga of. The waiting and the planning and the sneaking. The talking and to your dad. The talking to my dad and the talking to my friend and the all of the, the work that went into actually planning this so-called spur-of-the-moment <laughs> day that turned out so well. It is that it, it was exactly that feeling that you want it to be. I mean, it was magical. And, like, she was, like, on the verge of hypothermia. But the second I gave her the ring... It was like she'd just been given a million dollars. I mean, she was just like happy and excited and smiley and like she said on the way down her face hurt because she was smiling so hard. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was that radical like everything was just right. Oh, that would be awkward to drive home. You had to talk to her the whole time. <laughs> Especially if she would have said no. Right? Oh, <laughs> I, I would have just left you up there, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I didn't know that. <laughs> the cool part is that the ring is beautiful. Everybody that sees it is really surprised. I mean, my coworkers and, and everybody like it. It is you. And most of you who listen to this have probably seen the pictures online. Luke did a, a really 
amazing job of photographing this sucker. It's on Facebook and Max Attack and everywhere else. Yeah. Um, I'll probably include it with the podcast so you guys can see it. Yes. So, we are now engaged. The question everybody asks is... Have you set a date yet? The answer is no, not really. We're thinking about next summer. In a more narrow sense, we're thinking about July. Wait a minute. Like the summer that's coming up? 2010, yeah. Yes. That would be this summer. All right, we have it past December, so everything in the next calendar year is next. I think that's next. next. Could last summer still come up again? No. <laughs> okay, so it's this summer. <laughs> all right, Mr. <laughs> Noah. Um, no, it all. So, <laughs> next summer, or this summer, if you're retarded, you're planning to get married. <laughs> but we're just going to hold off on planning things for now. Just enjoy being engaged. And not Except Melissa it. has asked me to be bridesmaid, so that's nice. <laughs> I think that might be Apparently, true. Kelly is going to be the best-looking one in a pink dress. That's right. So oh. I have to include <laughs> This is Carly's idea, I think. It was Carly's idea. That's um, awesome. Man. Are you okay with being in a dress? No. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Are you okay with it being on you or are you okay with it being on him? I'm that's okay right. with it being on him. Okay. All right. <laughs> I have no problem seeing you in a dress, dude. I just want to see him in heels. Oh, God. I, I would love to see that, too. You see me on the floor in heels. That'd be worth it. Yeah. So... That's that. Um, Neat. It's exciting. We spent all of Saturday night and Sunday calling people. Hmm. A lot of phone calls. A lot of phone calls. We did save a little time by having it announced in church, so we didn't have to call all of those folks individually. Yeah. Whoa, did they they bring you up on stage? No, they just had to stand up. They're like, hey, can you give Melissa Williams Luke Longnagher to stand up? And we're like, uh... They're like, they got engaged yesterday, and everybody claps, and he's like, It's about time! Yeah, that's basically what he said. Like, Who, who announced it? Uh, pastor Jared. I don't know. He, well, he was the former kids pastor, right? And he's now he's been... Does he have a beard? No. Goatee. He's really young. He's like 30. Um, or something like that. Um, but yeah, so, we're engaged! Yay! Woo-hoo. But we also have listener mail. and We do, we do. To talk about, <laughs> so, enough about us. What so are other people saying? Last podcast, which was like six weeks ago at this rate, um, we asked how common is the Toyota Prius where you live? And I need to interject a little bit of a story here. It was really funny because I point them out every time I see them, but when we went up to go to the mountain... <laughs> Noah is growling like a mad dog. As we go to pull it... There, there's very few people <clears throat> on the mountain at this point on Saturday because it's cold and miserable, but in the parking lot, there are three Priuses... In a row. In a row. And they all like, like paisley colors. There's only like six cars in the whole parking lot, and three of them are Priuses. Like that's how many there are in this area. Um, it was a pretty good split. Uh, a third of the people said they see at least six to eight a day. Uh, a third of the people say they see a few here and there, and a third of the people said they rarely ever see them at all. Um, and this is a worldwide uh, supercars with everybody around the world. Um, we had some people write in. Uh, Fump, he's German and gay, said they're pretty rare here. <laughs> Luckily, we have real cars. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> I just, I don't see. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, thing against gay people. No, I'm just. It's like, like if he had like that a big mole on his face, would you say he's he's German and he has a huge mole on his face? I think I'm. And then continue yes. <laughs> on with that conversation. All right, whatever. He said they're pretty rare here. Luckily, we have real cars with more power and lower fuel consumption while being cheaper. But nonetheless, oh. we see them being driven everywhere by hippies or greeners. Um, apparently, they call them greeners there in Germany, too. What? Wow. No. They have a thing called the Green Party in Germany. So I think they probably just 
shorten that to greener. Huh. Um, uh, guy Aaron from Sydney. Uh, the Sydney Convention Center has hybrid car parks. Good luck enforcing it, though. And they're all closer to the main door than the disabled people's parking lot, which I thought was kind of funny. They give preferential treatment to the people who are saving the planet over the people who may be in a wheelchair. Really? Or in some way in front. <laughs> Whoever has a Prius should get an automatic kick to the nuts. Kick to the nuts or the back of the parking lot or no Prius parking or... Right. Yeah, I think that'd be good. Um, this might tip off your story. Super James said they're everywhere here. They suck. To get behind one... Sucks even more because they're always going slow, probably sniffing the flowers as they drive. Yes. Is that yes. similar to your story? Yes. What happened? Uh, I, my truck has problems every once in a while, so I had to pull over this morning and wait for it to not have problems. And I still would have made it on time, except the jackass and the Prius in front of me on a one-lane road, you know, that I can't pass because I have other traffic, is going like 10 to 15 miles an hour under the speed limit. Oh my gosh, for like 10 minutes, I wanted to follow the person to their house and just beat the piss out of them. <laughs> like, I was willing to miss work to go and just about murder someone. You see that often, because when they're going slow enough, they're on the battery only. And then at a certain speed, with the wind resistance and everything, it'll turn on the gas engine. It's like, really? <clears throat> if you want to save that much money and fuel, don't freaking drive. Yeah, take the public transport or, or you know, something like that. Take the ride bus, a bike. Commute with your friend, right. ride a bike, whatever. You want to save the planet and be healthy? Ride a bike. One of my favorite comments was from Moose Squad. He is hilarious. But he said he almost got hit by his colleague while he was smoking in the parking lot. Apparently, she reversed out of her spot, and he didn't hear it because of the electric engine. It's so silent. Yeah. said suddenly, uh, almost against me, was a bright red Prius. I'm like, WTF, equip it with car sounds or something. <laughs> so, you know, there'd be like a beeping noise when it wasn't engaging the engine. There or... have been bills proposed in Congress to have them beep. I want them to make, like, cool it, car it makes sounds. makes sense. Like, like record a Lamborghini or something like that and uh, play it from no, an external speaker. That'd be even more gay. It'd Sorry be, to the guy in Germany. It'd be hilarious. I think that... <laughs> I don't know. Something needs to be done, right? Because they could have like the lead singer from Devo come in and be like, "Prius, back it no, up." No, the the <laughs> guy from the old dude from Van Halen. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And you just want that pumping out of all the Priuses because we've got a lot of them around here. Think about that. There are so many in Thurston County. Do you really want like ten percent of all cars to be beeping? My old boss, well, my old boss had a Prius, and he's the only one that could drive it like a regular car. He just freaking take off. But, like, his wife would come home every once in a while and be, like, in the garage and would turn around and there's a car, like, right there. Like, <laughs> you could not hear it. It was crazy. All you could hear, like, if you were listening really close, you could hear the the tires on the garage yeah. slab. But, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't like the beeping idea because I think it's just going to add to the noise. When you do have, I mean, there are a lot. Like, the podcast that came before this when I said I saw, what, five in the course of, like, a mile and a half on the way to your house? Possibly. I don't remember. No. It was from, like... Plum up to your place. I saw five. So, yeah. Carolyn, what do you think about the Prius? Do you like it? Do you own one? Am I yeah. to get, do you really? No. Oh. <laughs> she has a Mustang. V six. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Automatic. Yes. Oh wow. <laughs> she doesn't even realize that that's bad. She's just staring like what? It's the least. It's it, hey, okay. That's true. Mu- Automatic V six Mustang or Prius? What would you take? Uh. What year is the Mustang? 1997, it's the old one, it's a clunker now. I'd take the Mustang. I would take the Mustang any day of the week. Over Prius, dude. I if it was like an old Fox body or something from the 80s, I think I'd go with the Prius. I don't see Priuses anywhere, sir. What? Really? There's well, okay, wait, wait, wait. 
Carolyn works at the Capitol. Yeah, yeah, Carolyn works at the Capitol. She sees Priuses every day and just doesn't. Yeah, them I was going to say like. they have like official Prius vehicles parked the all state over the fleet. Are Priuses now? Well, they don't park where I park. So you know how you're <laughs> you're uh, what you have uh, anomia, right? You can't smell. Maybe you're actually blind as well. <laughs> Actually, no, sure. Your senses are just... No, 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 dude. Her hearing and eyesight is no, I work really good. Them. Oh, yeah, your eyesight. What? Priuses are what? They're, like, they're those little cars, right? The... Yeah, yeah, maybe you don't know what a Prius looks like. I'm you, like, too lazy to share. Hook up to one? Oh. We'll share in a little... They look kind of like yeah. a suppository. <laughs> like they... No, they're those little things. Right? Yeah. Yeah. What's I'm that? not explaining that one here. Of... There might be kids listening. No. I don't really, I mean, maybe I see little white state ones, but I don't care because they don't hit me. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Kelly is good with the hand gestures. Yeah. So I have to, I have to interrupt with sure. a, a digression just for a moment. Carolyn, where do you work? For, at the state capitol. Where at the state What department capital? or what do you do? The legislature. I work for the, a senator. Okay. Senate. Have you worked for the state long? Yeah, four years. Did you used to work at the Secretary of State's office? Yeah. You and I worked together for an entire summer. Whoa! You remember? That's so weird. Scanned <laughs> documents in your office. I just realized that I know you. Ah, small <laughs> I, thought you were gonna, I thought you were going to be like, you worked for the state for how long? No, no, no. I thought you were going to jump down your throat. It was going to be a cat fight. You said you worked at the Capitol. I just had this flash of like, oh my gosh, I know who you are. And so we just had a little reunion moment here on the podcast. That's amazing. Podcast bringing people together. It's true. <laughs> Who would have ever guessed? Wait, Noah, but do we know each other? Kelly? Yeah. I think I took you down one time. I think you did. <laughs> uh, that, give me a hug. Oh. Oh, again. <laughs> All right. Um, that nope, was you're awkward. next. <laughs> how, do we, how do we bounce out? Okay. Um, this is going to be our question of the week. Uh, I bought this book back June. I don't remember when Folklife Festival was. May. May. Um, it's called If the Question, wait, Questions for the Game of Life. Uh, it's got like 130 pages of questions, like what if questions. I love these. These are great. Mm-hmm. I, I bought it for this <clears throat> podcast. Oh, um, no. So today's question, I'll read it. You guys can think about it, and then I'll mention it something else. Uh, if you could go back in time as yourself to live for one year... At any point in history, what year would you choose and where would you go? And for everybody listening, Scott, Supercars Idiots, all you people, <laughs> think about this and respond because that'll be what we'll read next week or next wait, podcast. Wait, wait, one more time. You can go back in time, only backwards, can't go forwards, can go back in time as yourself for one calendar year. Where would you go? And at what time in history? Okay, so after the calendar year, when what? You come back to regular time? You die. Yes. With wait, what about would you with the knowledge that you got like No, just like if you wanted to go back and save the Titanic or something, would you or I don't know. I don't know if we can allow the changing of history, can we? I mean You'd have to. You would no, you, you What if you just went back as like uh Would you go back and die? Kind of like Titanic? as a ghost where you can watch but you can't participate. Or just going back with no memory of the future and just like you're waking up on a normal day. Or something like that. So you're not able to like stop nine eleven or you know, you can't, you know. Mm. But you can experience it. You can experience <clears throat> it but you can't any affect year the of, of history time. in any place. Yes. I'd I think s- time paradox has been disproved by math by now. I'd have to say this morning. Kind the Prius driver? No, because I'm looking forward to the next year. 
Okay. What? That's kind of weird and queer, but all right, I'll let you go with that. Weird and queer. <laughs> I don't understand. He's excited about the next year, and he doesn't have a good creative imagination. That's what you need to hear. <laughs> I have a really creative imagination. Then why would you waste a gift like this on that? I don't it's, know. There's so many. Choices. We have to save this for another podcast. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Kelly, do you have anything? I know it's kind of hard. I don't even know if I have one yet. Ooh. I don't know. I, yeah, come back to me. Carolyn? I'm thinking. Oh. History teacher? <gasps> yeah, history oh, teacher. I've got the obvious one that's coming to mind, so I'll, I'll go with it, even though I, I'm sure I could come up with something better with more thought. But uh, Spain, 1492. Weird, okay. It's a big Wait year a in Spanish history. Wait a minute, in our life or in any period? Any point in history. history. Oh. I thought it was in our life. No, sorry. Maybe that's why you didn't think it. I'd still pick this morning, but... Okay. So, other than Christopher Columbus and all that, what else happened? Um, Spain was united under one king and queen. Um, the Spanish Inquisition kind of got off and rolling. I mean, it was a huge year in... Would Europe you be sure to eat pork? To well, make sure I would have to, you? otherwise I'd get kicked out. Exactly. I'd be sent to Turkey. <laughs> well, I, for... The Jews, when uh, Ferdinand and Isabella united Spain, they kicked all the Jews out in 1492. Oh, Jews. <laughs> and in order to remain in Spain, you had to demonstrate conclusively that you were Catholic, including often eating pork or doing some other unclean thing for a Jew. And so the Jews were given the option to convert or leave, and the Sultan of the Ottoman Empire offered the Jews, you know, you forgot their third in, option, which uh, was being Turkey. tickled to death. Right. <laughs> I so that yeah, one. I mean, I, I think it would be an interesting year historically to observe. There, I'm sure there would be many others I could come up with, but that's the one that came to mind first. All right, Kelly, Carolyn. They're still thinking Luke. This is uh, way of coming out because he hasn't thought of yeah. it. Yeah. This is kind of true. How about, okay, this probably wouldn't be my final answer if I had a good long time to think about it, but um, I don't know. Go back to when, like, Genghis Khan or, or Attila the Hun or uh, Alexander the Great was one of them were doing their thing, you know, and just watch them stomp on people for okay. a while, for a year. Just give you a little bit of reminder here. You're white. Genghis Khan was not. <laughs> right. We're assuming I don't you can't think be he would have lasted an entire year. Well, they would have burned her for being a witch anyway. So, I mean, you know, we're assuming that you can't, you know. Wait, why would they have burned you for being a witch? The way she looked, the way she talked, the way she dressed. Yeah, her syntax she, is yeah, all like, wrong. Oh. Gotcha. 400 years ago, they didn't sound like us. I know. What's wrong with that? I don't know. So, Kellen? I'm not as deep. I mean, is there a year that the Seahawks won the Super Bowl? No. <laughs> how, how about, like, how old are you? 25. So, would you ever want to go back to, like, the year you were born and just experience 1984 or whatever? Yeah, I'd be a good 80s kid. Just to, like, watch Ooh. what... That would be kind of fun. I'd go back to the early 90s and watch gangster rap take over again. Yeah, you watch, like, Dre yeah. and Snoop and all those guys. <laughs> That'd be awesome. It would be kind of interesting. How about you, How have never won the Super Bowl? Oh, and I'd go spy through the window as Kurt Cobain they was got, blowing his head off. They got close mm. once. I know. I know, I watched. That was 2005. Yeah. I, Steelers. I watched part of it, mostly wow, in commercials. 
Oh yeah, he watches football for the commercials. For the GoDaddy.com commercials, so you can stare at all the ladies. No, that no, too. I hate <laughs> um, Apparently, I didn't watch all the commercials. <laughs> yeah, um, there are a number of times in, in history that I think would be kind of neat. I think being in America, like. 1903 or something like that. I mean, when, when things were really starting to kick off and people were coming over from Europe in droves and like, like living in New York or something like that and just watching like the people come off the boats at Ellis Island and just like have that experience. I think that'd be neat. You could participate in like the New York gang wars. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. No, that's scary. Um, <laughs> got, like spiked with, I saw that movie. <laughs> you know, gangs of New York. Maybe yeah. being in like England for the industrial revolution. And kind of watching like that stuff take over and, and, and all that. I think that'd be cool. But the one that I think I really, I kind of, I'm fast, I'm really fascinated. I'll just be honest. I, I think like Nazi Germany and like the 33, lie? 34 area is like one of the coolest parts of human history. I know lots of bad things. So the Holocaust was not quite, we're not quite history. there, but just <laughs> Hitler taking over. Right. Why does everyone hate the Jews? <laughs> but no, like the Weimar Republic like fell apart and like he came and like was just this charismatic leader and everything started to change really quickly. And, you know, the Great Depression was, you know, on its you know, like I think it'd just be really, really cool to and I know enough German that, you know, I don't know if I'd want to live in the Great Depression. And we kind of already sort of are. Yeah, not quite. I don't know, I'm greatly depressed. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> but no, I I I'd say Germany in nineteen thirty three, thirty four. Five I know that sounds weird. Might as well make it 36 and go to the Olympics. That would be interesting and watch all that stuff go down. Jesse Owens kicking his butts. The UW crew team like winning gold medal in, in rowing. There you go. Might as well pick an Olympic year. You know, okay, I'd, 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 do, I'd do 36. I'd do 36. Then. I want to go back and ride a Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> I want to eat one of their eggs. They'd be like, That'd be like the biggest <laughs> boiled egg ever. <laughs> Can you imagine like boiling it and then you like, you know, take a hammer and you crack off part of it and you just like got a glob of like egg yolk? Yes, yeah, I'd get my muscles that way. <laughs> You'd throw up or die from throwing up. <laughs> I can eat a lot of Your food. body'd be like, that's a lot of cholesterol. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Have some faith. Okay, so again, for the people out there in podcast land, anytime in history for one year, can't die, can't change history, can't poop. <laughs> You're gonna be backed up like so much chaos. So, what time Pooping would be and different what location would you want to go back to? That's <laughs> the question for next. Was episode. there toilet paper back? No, no toilet paper. Corn, no matter where corn, you go, corn husks, right? Is that how it works? Uh-huh. Corn cobs? Is that it? Hey, we're going to the corn maze. <laughs> yeah, we're going to the corn maze next week. <laughs> <laughs> I always got a mental picture. It's <laughs> pretty awesome. Yes. Melissa <laughs> <Melissa> is speechless. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Anything we need to cover? I forgot if there was anything people mentioned. You got your story out. Everybody mm-hmm. answered the question. Yep. Kelly and I have been working out really hard. Yeah. yeah. Have you lost time. any weight? Uh, I haven't actually checked myself, but probably. You? Are you? What are you doing it for? Just muscle mass? Mm-hmm. I'm building the muscle. Are you gonna do like a bodybuilder or training? Or? No, she wants to be a pro bodybuilder. Those girls are nasty. No, I just want. You just saying my girlfriend's nasty? She might be. <laughs> you want to take us outside? <laughs> Give it a couple of years. Like They'll be on my side. <laughs> <laughs> you see those girls, right? Like they're all like banging in their no, boots. No, actually, like... I had a teacher who was really, she was a <clears throat> And she showed me all these pictures. And she was pregnant when she was my trainer, so she didn't look anything like it. But it was really weird. Yeah, don't be that person. No, I'm just trying to tone up a lot. 
so I can spar him. Did you for used real to be like really out of shape or big or anything? And you've always been. I've always just looked like this. Cool. Well, more power to you. People that are skinny still need to work out. I should work. I gotta out. keep him on. You need to get your knee better. I can work he out. He couldn't my arms. keep up with me when we were uh, camping. Like Carolyn, slow down. My leg was broken. Yeah. I'm sorry. Your leg was broken? And I'm smaller than you. My, well, my pack weighed as much as you and your pack no, 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 together. No, this was when we did the beer run. That's because you had all the alcohol in the, the pack. The beer and horror run. Yeah. <laughs> beer and horror <laughs> run. We only brought back beer. <laughs> no, we didn't bring back any beer. We brought back hard A. Oh, I like the whole store full. All right, so... <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I think that brings episode 12 to a close. Um, so like I said, write in, let us know what you think about the question or any other comments or suggestions you may have. Congratulations, whatever that is. And no idea when we'll be back. I might actually be including, uh, the PAX stuff at the end of what you're listening to right now. I think this one went pretty long. Yeah, if it's too long, we won't, but... We're just around an hour, aren't we? Eh, a little bit less. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, we'll probably be back in November at some point. So until then, catch you later. This is the first day of PAX. It's a Friday. It's about 8 o'clock in the morning. Kelly, say something. I can't believe you're doing this. Yes, we are going to get on the bus here in a little bit. This is going to be an adventure unlike anything we have ever done before. Melissa, thoughts? Uh, it's early. It is early. It is way earlier than I would like to be up. I got four hours of sleep. Is it 8 o'clock? It's 8 o'clock. All right, it's 8 o'clock. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's slightly later than early. It's a little bit later than early, but we're on our way to Seattle, so this should be awesome. Okay, bye. Morning, everybody. Melissa here. We are on the bus on the way to PAX, and right now, Luke and Kelly are discussing their strategy for the Expo Hall. The question on the table right now, should they be uh, efficient and systematic and go around the hall or down the rows or I don't know what their strategy is, or as Luke is considering like elbowing everybody out of the way, pushing and shoving to get to the perfect game. Let's listen in. On YouTube, I could become famous. Hi everybody on the internet. I love you all. What am I supposed to say? I'm just telling everyone about your strategizing with Kelly about how to do the expo hall. I will become famous because everybody else sucks and I do not. That is the short version of it. Apparently that's all the plan Luke is willing to reveal. I'll have to see if I can get you more updates as the day progresses. So we are now in line to get into PAX. I think I might see a homeless person, but I'm not sure. Kelly, what are your thoughts so far? It's sunny outside. It is far too sunny outside. Melissa, what do you think? I haven't seen as many costumes as I was hoping for, but the day is young. There's still time. How do you feel about the girl in the fishnet stockings? Well, well it's not actually, yeah. fishnet stockings as it is a fishnet top, a fishnet something, and a skirt that is very highly confusing. Honestly, I, I think that she needs a cape. Is that a is that a bikini top? Some super top. Probably. Right from the neck? Yeah, or some sort of, of garment specifically designed to avoid indecent exposure. Okay, there's, there's a guy, wait, there's two guys next to him with some kind of headgear. They look kind of steampunk. What's going on there? Do we recognize them? Well, they look like they're 
steampunk guys. I don't recognize them specifically. But Kelly, do you? The goggles are pretty sweet. The two fools with the girl with the fishnet stuff. They got headgear and weird coats. What's going on? Yeah, that's, that's steampunk people. Do you recognize them? I do not. Why would I recognize them? Because you're the steampunk guru of the three. Well, yeah, but... Yeah, but that doesn't mean I follow, like, weird people that do that stuff. What is this weird costume we are seeing walk past us now? It's awesome. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that's flying. My elves fly. Oh, that's that game that Josh likes. I think so. Hireling? No, maybe not. No, no. Well, she's his hireling. It's it's from Munchkin. Is it? Probably, because you can have a hireling in Munchkin. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, we are here with a bunch of nerds, and we will check in with you later. Bye. A mission now. We've gotten inside packs. There's chaos everywhere, but yeah. Luke um, got a deal from a pretty girl outside telling him that if he texted a certain number, he could get a free Battlefield Bad Company 2 t shirt. But only if he's one of the first 500 people to the booth. So we are trying our luck. I have no idea how we're going to make it there because. Well, I can't see over any of these displays, and Luke's not that much taller than me. If I had any Mass Effect skills, I could go play Mass Effect, but if you remember from a previous podcast, I have no skills. So, I will update you on the progress of this mission as it takes place. Hopefully, we get there, or at least have some adventures on our way. I'm going to give you guys a real quick run-through of the Rush game mode in Bad Company 2. As you can hear in the background, we are at the Battlefield Bad Company 2 booth. Our mission to get a t-shirt has been side-rails by Luke's love of the game, his desire to take pictures of every screenshot, and his wrangling abilities to get himself invited to play um, here in front of everyone. He's, he's going to play as a defender in some sort of tournament, according to his wristband. Um, so you're going to be playing as a We can listen team. in. There's going to be uh, 10 versus 10 right in here, so it's all, everybody, you guys are all playing against each other. So you can be mad or excited if you beat the other guys. Uh, and we're playing on Port Valdez, so it's set in Alaska. So you're going to have a really, you know, foresty, snow kind of environment. And it's just one of many maps that are going to be in Bad Company 2. This is going to be an interesting opportunity so, to see whether Luke's skills have, you know, survived his time in school. I'll check back in once the game gets going. Having now gotten a t-shirt and a wristband, Luke is in playing Battlefield Bad Company 2. Kelly, what do you think so far? It's snowy and it looks good and well, stuff. Apparently, they're playing in Alaska on this map, so it's supposed to be snow and forest-like terrain. Yeah, I have yet to see uh, the nuclear weapons I was hoping for, you know, destroying a mountain, what have you, in this game. So, the uh, jury is still out. It's early yet, though, and it appears that Luke is playing as his favorite class, which is as a medic. I just saw him drop a medic kit on the ground, so we'll, we'll see how well he's doing. Oh! Just got run over. By a tank! A big, a very sexy tank. That is an impressive tank. He is not, interestingly enough, wearing his headset. I don't know if they just didn't give him one or what. Do you see a headset there, Kelly? I, I do not 
see a headset, but I can't see the entire console, so it's hard to say. So Luke is playing without a headset, so he is not only um, far away from all of his uh, compatriots, he's also unable to communicate with them. Uh, in, indeed. <laughs> and at this point, he's running around defibrillating things. Yeah, yeah he tried to defibrillate a guy on a uh, four-wheeler. I don't know why he was doing that, but I thought he was maybe attacking the dude, but he was pretty far away. I don't know what he was trying to accomplish by that. That was pretty entertaining. Oh. And dead again. Yep, yeah, jumping back in. He's got a gun again. <laughs> I'd hope so. Oh, and a kill. Looks like another kill. Oh, nope, shooting his own guys. Maybe okay. that would be part of Melissa's nearly impossible video game is to, you know, if you die enough times, we just don't give you a gun the next time. You gotta earn it back. What do you think, Kelly? Uh, earn what back? Your gun. Ooh, um, I've played games like that. They're kind of frustrating. I don't know how fun that would be. Most people like to just start up and be able to get right back into the action without having to run around and do a bunch of craziness. Maybe I'll go to the seminar on making failure fun in video games and see what they think. There you go. That might be a good idea. Actually, though, there is a level in the original uh, Battlefield Bad Company where if you, uh, or where, you know, at the beginning of the level, you only have a pistol. They take away all of your weapons from the previous chapters because of the, the storyline. So I think we can incorporate something of that kind into multiplayer. Think, yeah, maybe. I mean, I think that works better in single player because, um, you know, you're taking your time a little bit more. You're not, it's, it's not a bunch of action, lots of people trying to have fun at once. It's, it's And all player. of the, the AI characters have a set series of actions that they are sort of locked into doing, whereas your player-controlled characters are, are able to improvise somewhat. Yeah. Yeah, I can see how that would be a problem. Well, we're going to we're gonna let Luke get back to his game, because I'm pretty sure he can hear us from here. <laughs> <laughs> and he can. <laughs> and we'll be back with you once he's done. All right. So, Luke, having played now, thoughts? Um, it definitely does not look as good yet, but it's not out until March. Um, the running speed seems a little bit slower, the recoil seems a little bit higher, and generally it's pretty well balanced. Uh, you know, you still get killed by tanks pretty easily, and my class didn't have all of my normal perks and guns unlocked, so I'm going to complain that that's why I lost. All right. Anyway, I had the second highest uh, point total on the team. That is true. I saw the screen. He's not making that part up. All right, that's our update from Battlefield Bad Company 2, and we'll check in with you later. Tim Schaefer right here, author of Scribblenauts and, or not Scribblenauts, Psychonauts, and old uh, LucasArts games, right? I mean, I'm Jeff Gerstle, Giant Ball. Hey, how you doing? We've now reached the Forbidden Zone, where there are a number of games that Luke cannot look at, including Ratchet & Clank, A Crack in Time, Uncharted 2. Kelly just shook whose hand? Tim Schafer. I love that guy. He made my like favorite game ever. And I just shook uh, Jeff Gersman's hand, formerly from GameStop, GameSpot. He was the one that was fired over the Kenny Lynch review. Fired over what? The Kenny Lynch review. Remember, it was a really bad oh, score, and the publisher right. said they needed to fire him? That was him. That's right. I'm proud of that guy. And we were all just on TV. Very exciting morning so Very far. Excited. Morning update, I don't know, 16. I don't know what we're at at this point. 1240. It's 12.40, so technically this is our first afternoon update on Friday here at PAX. Um, we are standing in line to play Borderlands. Or rather, Luke and Kelly are standing in line, and I am standing with them. Haven't yet decided if I want to humiliate myself by trying to play. <laughs> 
and played a couple racing games today and so far have only broken one of them. So um, for the you know casual gamer in the group, life is going pretty well. How would you th say things are going so far, Luke? I've played three racing games and come in first in all three of them. That's it? That's all you got for me? Uh, I got this gay dude to give me a cool Borderlands poster. Excellent. Now you're in line for a t-shirt, so you're just picking up swag all over the place. This line's kind of long, and I don't know if I want to wait for it. All right, well, we're in line for the time being. Kelly, how about you? How are things going? My back's all sweaty. This backpack sucks. Okay, so apparently the 12.40 p.m. update is pretty lame and probably won't even make it into the podcast. Talk to you later. So, Kelly, what is the most surprising thing you have seen and or done so far at PAX? Something that surprised you that you did not expect? Uh... You saw it all coming? Really? Kinda, yeah. Because, I mean, I would be surprised by some of the weirdos around here, but I, I knew they were going to be here, so, I mean, not not really. Well, that's why I said seen and or did. I didn't know if there was a game that was better than you expected or one you hadn't heard much about. That that's, that's the disadvantage of working in the gaming industry is that you know almost everything before... You know, you get to something like this, so I haven't seen anything yet, but I'm hoping that I will be surprised at some point. We have, I mean, we haven't been here very long, so. That's, that's true. That's true. Something to remember for later on. You can add your thoughts as, as we go. Luke, have you been surprised by anything yet that you've seen and or done today? Split Second is a much better game than I was expecting, so that's probably the biggest takeaway so far. Also, it's not as crowded as I was expecting, so that's a good sign. So to, uh, for those folks out here who are like me and don't know what split second is unless they had stood in the booth there with you and or crashed their own car playing, can you tell us a little bit about the game? Uh, it's made by the people who made Pure, so they have a history in making ATV games, and this is kind of burnout meets Mario Kart almost. You basically run into people or cause the environment to run into people or basically just break the crap out of everything in your way to basically win by sheer awesomeness. And it's got the best explosion effects of almost any game I've ever seen. That's true. That's true. Uh, Kelly's complaining that the building doesn't feel safe. We're up on the sixth floor at this point, and if you've been in a tall building, the, the upper floors get a little wobbly while you're sitting there on them. We're waiting for the theater doors to open, and any minute now we should be up moving along the jittery floor and a little less freaked out. And uh, if the building does collapse, we will uh, you know, update you on that later. At this point in the convention, uh, most of PAX is now humming the 1812 overture. <laughs> can, I, can I say something? Absolutely. And just to prove how pathetic our generation is, instead of walking down a couple of escalators to go actually check something from the Cheesecake Factory, Kevin and I spent 10 minutes on our stupid internet trying to figure it out because we're too lazy. And it would have been quicker to go on foot. Kelly, anything from you? I hadn't considered that option. I think I'm about five seconds away from actually employing it, though. Unless we can get the stupid damned PSP stupid piece of shit to work. And until our next update, I leave you with this thought. Kelly has now consumed at least half, possibly three quarters of a five-hour energy drink, and it should get interesting from here on out. I also had at least half a pound of or, uh, buffalo chicken. So, for your dinner... Early dinner, uh, you know, getting ready for the, the evening slate of 
programming Luke has for us. Oh, look, it's um, the acrobats. So it is the Grey Line of Seattle is just passing us with all the tourists. We're sitting out on the porch at the Cheesecake Factory. So, fellas, how's the day been so far? What do you think? We've played a lot of games. Like, the Expo Center has not been as full as I remember being last year. Maybe it's just Friday. Maybe it's Friday. Yeah, we haven't been on a Friday before. So, we're at the Cheesecake Factory now getting some foods and laughing at people that walk by that are really, really large. So, any games so far that you definitely want to go back and try out again, get more info about, anything like that? I want to play Borderlands, and if possible, Forza 3. Uh, I'm probably not going to go back and play it again, but in 10 days I'm definitely picking it up. I want Scribble Knots really, really bad. It's I got to fool around with it for like five minutes, and it was super fun, and I'm just really excited about the... Yeah, that's right. I summoned a Chupacabra and Cthulhu and a blue whale that fought a lion. So that was fun. And are you going to go back and play Mass Effect 2? I think I am, yes. At some point over the next couple of days, I will definitely be playing that. Yeah. Are you going to go play StarCraft 2? No. It's too involved. You have to, in order to play a level, you have to spend a lot of time. It's a 20 to 30 minute process, and playing it in a gaming hall just wouldn't be satisfying. So I'm not going to bother with it. I'll get it when it comes out. Uh, every year at PAX they have the PAX 10, which is the crazy like indie games that are on display. Did you have a favorite? There were a couple. There was the, what was that one called? The, the Orbital something? Uh, Osmos. Osmos. That one looked kind of cool. It was almost <clears throat> a planetary formation type game where there's a central body like a sun and there's lots of units floating around it and you have to use your mass and propel it out in order to create orbit and collect other smaller stuff so that you become the largest entity in the solar system. It's just pretty cool. And then there was another one called Ma Mechanist? Machinarium. Ma Machinarium. Ma Machinarium? Yeah, Machinarium, which is like a robot apocalypse adventure game, which with, with like the cutest uh, hand-drawn art style, I absolutely love it. I haven't gotten to play it, but I think I might check it out when I get home, see how much it costs, and maybe download it for my computer. <laughs> yeah. That was probably the one game I would want to get a chance to play if I were back in the expo hall trying to play stuff. But while you were playing that, no, while Kelly was playing that, you were playing Dofus. That's true. I played some Dofus. I finally figured out how to make the uh, combat mechanics work. Turns out there were multiple pages including yeah so I had like four three spells but they were on a different page from my close combat button and I didn't see the scroll up scroll down and so that was complicated all right well that's it for a dinner update maybe we'll check in with you later and here we are again we're getting ready to watch a live production episode of a making of an episode of co-op a show infinitely more interesting and better produced than ours we'll see how it goes so after hearing from the co-op guys about their desire to see more video podcasts about video games, does it make you reconsider our audio podcast and perhaps making a video edition someday? The guys on Supercars have many times asked for a video podcast, but the challenge is delivery. Uh, I don't want to pay any money, and that kind of limits us to a 10-minute limit on YouTube. Uh, so, I mean, I guess I could always host it on my website, but people nowadays don't like downloading video, they'd rather stream it, 
So I would have to find some clever way to distribute it. So distribution is the key, but you're not opposed to the idea. I don't know if there'd be anything to look at, and it sounds like it'd be more work for me. So I kind of am opposed. All right, fair enough. Kelly, your thoughts on video podcasting? I think I'd insist a lot on filming things burning, so it might be a bad idea. I don't know. Hard, hard to say. I, there's part of me that likes the idea because it is more interactive and fun and whatnot, but it also requires a lot of work on my part. Like, I would have to, you know, wear a nice shirt and you know, wash my face periodically as opposed to, with audio, no one knows what I look like. Everyone, you know. True, but they can smell you, so is it really a big difference? Kelly makes a point, and with that, we'll be back later. <laughs> you probably can't hear me over the ambient noise here. The trailers in this room are so loud. I thought for posterity we should capture just how loud it is from my seat at this, uh, what is it going to be, Assassin's Creed and Splinter Cell demo. We're watching some trailers beforehand. Here, you can listen I to the next one. I couldn't hear you speaking. <laughs> so Luke has gone to talk to these sound technicians about the volume in the room. Let's see what he has to report back. So what they say. Oh, uh, I said, hey, don't you think it's a little loud, a little bassy? And he's like, what? And then the other guy's like, too loud? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, just a bit. And he's like, oh, okay. That's all I got. No dice, Kelly. Apparently they couldn't even hear him. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. I don't really care about the noise. I think it's a good change. It's usually too quiet. But um, it is pretty insane. And I think when people start talking up front, it's going to be really muffled and hard to understand what they're saying. So. I don't know. Hopefully they'll figure that out when the actual show starts. So far the heart attack from overuse of base count? Zero. It is now Saturday morning. It's about 8.30. I'm waiting for the bus up here in Kenmore. I didn't get all that much sleep last night, but thanks to Adam's hospitality, I had a nice couch to stay on. So anyway, today I'm hoping to spend more time in the expo hall playing more of the games I didn't get a chance to yesterday. Hopefully get some Borderlands, uh, some Forza 3, stuff like that. Maybe check out uh, Beatles Rock Band and also basically just hang out with Kelly. So uh, hopefully I will be back in a few hours. Ah! Alright, I don't know if you can hear this in the background, but we are in the waiting room area for uh, Star Wars The Old Republic and the assembled nerds have made a game out of hitting a beach ball in the air. They're counting out each successful hit because apparently it's amazing that people can actually make contact with this thing. Where are we at, Kelly? Oh, failure. That was only about five. <laughs> All right, so hopefully, hopefully that came through. Uh, Basically, it's really pathetic and it's super fun to watch. So, again, everybody that isn't at PAX, you should wish that you were. Okay, it's now about 5 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday. Kelly and I just got some amazing strawberry banana milkshakes from, uh, what, Taco Del Mar? I believe that's, yes. And uh, we just came from the Star Wars The Old Republic demonstration. And I'm curious to know your thoughts, Kelly. It's an MMO. I don't care. You used to play Eve. That was an MMO. Yeah, but now I hate it, so it's... I just I don't like them. Did you actually find the Star Wars 1 impressive? Because I thought it looked kind of crappy. 
It did look kind of crappy to me too. Why are we moving again? Okay, the line is shifting, so you'll just have to bear with me. That was like sitting four down. feet. Yeah. Oh, come on. Glad I got it. So, Star Wars, it looks kind of like Time Splitters meets Ratchet and Clank, is basically my summation of the graphics. Um, it's a little bit goofy, but it's got to run on weak machines. So, what can you do? Kelly, any thoughts? Squeed and spooge. Indeed. Goodbye. Hey everybody, this is Luke from PAX again. Uh, I just wanted to give a brief update. I'm now standing in the auditorium for the last round of the Megathon. I just helped uh, David Ellis from 1UP carry some camera equipment in, and we are getting ready for the final round. We don't know what the last game is going to be, but it's promising to be good based on the delay and everything that they've needed to do to get set up. Just wanted to leave you with uh, some thoughts about games I played today. I tried Forza 3. It looks amazing. It's a huge improvement over the second game, and uh, apart from the fact that force feedback on the Microsoft steering wheel sucks, uh, it's definitely something worth picking up. I tried a game called Darkest of Days, which is uh, kind of like a game that I've been envisioning for a while now, where you have futuristic weapons or modern weapons in old battles. Um, they had some stuff from World War I, uh, Civil War, Custer's Last Stand, stuff like that, but with you know rocket launchers and assault rifles and stuff like that. So uh, we're getting yelled at right now to not sit down. Um, also played uh, more Battlefield today. I really, really enjoyed it. I'm starting to understand why they changed some of the things. I'm still not overly pleased with uh, like the kill cam and stuff like that, but for the most part, it's a positive experience. So that's it for me. I may give one more update before I head home. See ya.